Hi, everyone. You're listening to Golden's Guide to Divorce, and I'm Deborah Hawkins, your host. We're here in the fabulous Pronk Studios where we chat about all things mature women want or maybe need to know about divorce, including finding and receiving support, hearing from experts, tips on how to develop your personal toolbox, and ways to move you forward to your best life. So join us now for the Golden's Guide to Divorce with me, Deborah Hawkins. I'm here, Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Golden's Guide to Divorce. I'm Deborah Hawkins, your host, and we're in Pronk Studios. Um, You know, I love it here. It is a beautiful day outside, and it's early, by the way. Um, So today, um, it's going to be Deep Dive with Deborah. So I'm really excited about the show. I'm excited to kind of bring you up to speed on some things that have been happening. And if you noticed, I am wearing um, a medal, which says, you did it. And um, so I am going to show you a a short clip video, um, and you'll understand exactly what this means. So let's watch together. I've never really done a video like this myself, but... I am sitting here, and this is my last day, um, with all my nurses and all my girls that I love here at the Life Center doing my Heart Life program, and um, I even have my little graduation certificate, and I've just, you know, I started here the end of January, and... I didn't think I'd make it. And you know what? They didn't think I'd make it either. (laughs) But I did. And here it is, the end of June. And, um, you know, of course, I've lost some weight. And my heart's gotten way healthier. And I've lost three and a half inches. And, you know, all those things that you expect. But I trust my body again. I trust my heart again. And I feel like I can get back out there and work again and really contribute. And so I really want to thank Prisma Health, all my nurses, all my people, the Life Center, the Heart Life Program for changing me. And now I just hope that I can give back. And not quite sure how I'm going to do it yet, but I'm going to find a way. And thank you for all your prayers, too. So now you can see um, a little bit of what the show's going to be about today. I really want to, you know, let you know what's been going on. Um, I have completed some things I feel really excited about, Um, you know, there's something to say about celebrating your wins. And sometimes I don't really think we do that. Um, You know, something may happen and we 
experience it and may have a moment or so of celebration, and then we just kind of move right on. But, you know, that's the reason we have rituals like birthdays and anniversaries and graduation and those kind of things is because it's it's meaningful to mark periods in our lives that are really meaningful. And as you can see, that was such a big deal to me. And, you know, um, I love Glennon Doyle. I love everything she writes. If you don't know about her yet, please take a look at some of her books. Her last book is called Untamed, and it's a beautiful book um, about women and women doing hard things. And that's kind of her tagline is we can do hard things. And I would certainly say that, you know, since starting this journey, and y'all know you've been with me, we started probably, uh, we started probably filming in shortly after I separated in November. And then we went live, you know, sometime, I don't know, maybe early spring um, with the episodes. But, you know, this whole time, I mean, it's it's been, it's been really hard. And, and it's been really hard to go through the divorce, try to heal myself through the heart attack. And you know, and then all the other things that go with it. And, but I'm grateful that you've been on this journey with me. I'm grateful that I can share these things with you. And I know that there are people out there that have a whole lot on, a whole lot more on their plate, certainly than I do. Um, so, you know, I kind of wanted to start with, you know, when I was in the hospital, and for for the heart attack, and um, it was a couple days before Christmas, and I was actually total. I was totally alone in there because of the COVID situation, and I began to realize then that there are some journeys that you can only take on your own. I mean, you just it, it it's a it's a single journey, and no one can really help you with it. People can encourage and, and give prayers, which they have, but in the end, I mean, you've really got to make all the steps. I'm wearing a ring today, which I love, and it says, you know, the journey begins with one single step, and that's kind of the way I look at this whole this whole journey. Um, so, you know, when I think back to when they were about to release me from the hospital after the heart attack and the cardiologist came in and we were talking about next steps. And, you know, I was overwhelmed. There were so many medications to be on and there was so much protocol. And, you know, here I just separated and, you know, I'm alone and I really don't have any family. And, it was it was really scary, and um, I remember looking at the surgeon and I said, you know, y'all have done an amazing job with my heart and and my physical and getting me back to moving again, but emotionally, I'm terrified. You know, I'm terrified to go home alone. I'm terrified what's going to happen. I don't know if I can trust my body. I don't know what I can do. So, 
The surgeon then suggested that I look at a program called Heart Life, um, uh, which works with Prisma Health. And um, so when I looked at everything and, and someone came in and talked to me, I immediately thought, oh, heck yeah, sign me up. Sign me up today. And um, so by the end of January, you know, I had a few weeks to to heal. And by the end of January, you know, it was my first day um, in the Heart Life program. And I remember walking in there and feeling like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm hooked up to all these wires and monitors and, you know, EKGs. And, and basically that will continue for se several times a week for the next, well, that was the end of January. And I just graduated a couple weeks ago, the end of June. So, um, you know, when I started that journey, and I guess what I want to encourage everybody today is when I, when you start these journeys and you feel like, <clears throat> excuse me, you feel like you're never going to be able to do it. And I, as you, as you heard in the clip, when I walked in there and I saw those nurses and I saw the things that they wanted me to do, and um, I didn't feel like it was going to be something that I could do. And they basically told me they didn't think that I could do it either, that I would finish, that I would stay with it. And basically, since then, I found out that not a lot of people take advantage of this program, like only about 30% of people who have um, some sort of heart failure do. I certainly understand why. It's terrifying, and it's terrifying to do it. It's terrifying to not do it. Um, it's terrifying to walk in there, and, and I will admit, I was so embarrassed. I mean... Here I am, you know, in this, it's basically a gym, like a hospital within a gym, and there are all these fit people um, working out, and, you know, and here I am hooked up to all these wires and monitors, and I have this thing on my chest that says, in case of emergency, you know, call so-and-so, because it's still that critical, and... I, I was just, I don't know, I, I was so embarrassed, and I, I, I never thought I would make it through. But it's so interesting, those things that I was so embarrassed about in the beginning began to be the things that I so appreciated in the end. Because each time I could actually see, they showed me on the monitor my EKGs and how they were getting better and how I was getting stronger. And you know how I've always talked about the practice, and I think it was the consistency of going and doing this program constantly, you know, several times a week, whether I wanted to, whether I didn't. I would show up there sometimes crying or... I didn't want to do it, or I'd had a horrible day, or something else had happened, or there was another dis not great discussion with, you know, about the divorce. And my nurses were like therapists to me. And 
continue to encourage not just me, but everybody in there. I mean, they. I told them the day I left, they truly are angels and people that do that kind of work. It just it's it's amazing, and I, and I have such gratitude to them. Um, you know, there were there was a particular uh, treadmill that I just you know after all that time kind of designated mine, and every you know each day i would get on that treadmill and it's a beautiful space and you can see outside and i would look outside and there was this tree that the end of january was bare and it was almost like that tree and my and and i grew together over the next several months you know i watched that tree I would just look at it, and sometimes there'd be tears, and sometimes I was just grateful to be able to look at it and see how it was growing and how it was expanding. And, you know, eventually the bear tree turned into, you know, baby buds, and then bigger buds, and then green, and then beautiful leaves. And by the time I left... I felt like, you know, I had blossomed too. And, um, you know, during all this time, I, it, it did feel like at one point I had hit rock bottom or I was at that all-time low of um, just everything in my life kind of blew up, you know, in, in, in a short amount of time. But... As always, there are people there to encourage and support, and and there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people that that I have to thank for that. Um, so you know, then towards the end of my time there, um, it was time to see my cardiologist and really, and you know get the real deets about whether I had truly healed and um, or how much I had healed. And so, you know, I've not shared this with a lot of people. Some of you are going to be the first to know. Um, but when I went to see my cardiologist, I actually, um, he came in and when they did, you know, the final um, echogram and looked at my heart and, oh, I'm going to cry talking about it. And um, when he walked in, he said, Deborah, there's, there's no damage. You are healed. And I certainly wasn't expecting that. Um, and I was able to come off all those meds that, that I was on that were just making me feel crazy and feel terrible. And, um, you know, I, I've done a lot of things in my life. I've celebrated accomplishments in, um, you know, in work and, and my professional life. I've done things for other people that some people would look at as big things, but I've never done anything for me this big. 
which is why, by the way, I'm wearing this medal that says you did it. And, you know, it was funny. I have to give a shout out to Taryn Share with TKPR, um, who sent this to me a long time ago. But I certainly didn't feel like I had done anything when she gave it to me. But when I finished up my um, graduation at the Life Center, I put this on. And that's why I'm wearing it today, because I feel like, like I said, we do so many things in our life for other people and professionally. And, but this I did totally for me. And I honestly don't know that I've ever put this much work and this much effort into anything other than work or professional, um, you know, and, it, and it's, it's paid off. It's paid off in many ways. Um, because not only have I committed to, you know, take care of my health and had the, had the heart life group to help me with that. Um, I've been doing everything I can to take care of my emotional health. And, and that's meant a lot of different things. You know, that's meant cutting out people. That's meant cutting out things I used to do. Um, but in the end, you know, I'm so glad, I mean, that I was willing to do these things for myself. And I really encourage us all to think about that. When was the last time that you committed totally, wholeheartedly for something other than professional or your children or your family, but really for you? And, um, and you know, I'm very aware that there are a lot of people who don't get the miracle, who may not get the the damage is gone and your heart is healed. I mean, I understand that. Um, and I do believe it's God's grace that that's happened to me. And um, along with everything that I've tried to do um, for myself, and also being willing to learn how to receive from people who truly wanted to give to me. So, um, so you know, I've, I haven't shared this, like I said, with a lot of people about the healing, but there are some people that I do want to thank today, and I, and I want you to know that I'm healed and I'm um, ready to do more things, and I've got some other things planned that I can't wait to share with you. Um, and one of them is that I'm going to um, work with an organization that uh, it's a volunteer program, and I have to go through some extensive training. And I'll be going into the hospital now, and I'll be speaking to people who've had um, heart attacks and heart surgeries and encouraging them to do this program, or maybe just encouraging them, because what I have realized is the it's not just the physical healing that needs to happen. It's the mental and emotional healing that needs to happen um, when we are sick or when we have huge challenges in our life. I mean, there's a lot of physical stuff you need to do, but the mental stuff is just as important, maybe even more, maybe even more. And, you know, I've, ha I've said this before on the show. I've had the grace of having 
healers and teachers and therapists and people on the show that have kept me moving and kept me, you know, looking at the end goal. And, uh, I, and I'm really, I'm really, really grateful to that. So with that, I just want to, you know, I really want to, you know, this will be a shorter episode because um, I just really wanted to give you an update around that. I do, like I said, I do have some new things coming in and I'll be sharing um, that with you in, in a few uh, later episodes. But I, there's a couple people that I just have to thank. Um, number one, thank you again, Taryn, for giving me this and because now I'm using it at the right and perfect time. Um, I certainly want to thank Prisma and the Heart Life Group um, program, all my nurses. I love y'all so much. All my surgeons, um, you know, um, there's a couple people who really went above and beyond. Um, Kristen Kay, which many of you know her. I mean, she owns Wildflower Bakery. One of the biggest gifts that was given to me, I live on the third floor, and I was not able to do the stairs um, for a while after the heart attack. And so she would come by every morning and sometimes at night and take my dog out. And, I mean, even small things like that, y'all. I mean, just, I mean, the the goodness of people, you know, it's still... I know there's a lot going on out there in the world, but the goodness of people can just change your course when you're in feeling devastated. And so I really want to I really want to thank her for that. Also, I want to thank um, my good friends, uh, my best friend Robin and um, my good friend Cindy for just being there and listening and listening. I want to thank um, my, uh, my chosen mother on this earth since my real mother has passed, Barbara Leach. Um, you know, I want to thank Kylie Odetta who actually – we were having a conversation one day. You know, she does the theme song here, which I love. Beautiful songbird, Kylie. Um, we were speaking on the phone one day, and she actually said, can I just say a prayer with you? And we did. And I mean, it's things like that. I just want to thank her so much for that. It's so meaningful. And, you know, every little prayer, every word of encouragement, you know, every sweet look, I, I truly believe that prayers work, encouragement works. Um, and so it's time for me to give back. And, you know, I'm very excited about that and where my life is going. And isn't it interesting that, you know, this all started out with divorce? <laughs> and, um, and of course, I'm still in the middle of it. It's not over yet. Um, you know, but I am in a place of, I can begin to feel excited about my life again and the opportunities that are out there for me now, the healing that's come, even though I was in a heap of rubble. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting how the divine can take something really bad and open up doors for goodness. And... Um, so 
that's a good thing to remember today. Um, all right. Well, I think we're going to take a short break. And when I come back, you know what we've got? We've got the, um, the golden tool um, of the episode I want to share with you. Um, and then my final thoughts. So we'll be right back. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. Um, again, I'm Deborah Hawkins, your host. You're listening to Golden's Guide to Divorce. And one thing I just wanted to, um, as I was thanking everyone, I have to also thank Mark Childress here at Pronk and all the people here at Pronk who have um, certainly prayed for my recovery, and they have been with me through the entire uh, process of it all, you know, we begin filming before the heart attack, and they have been such an such a great support and, and encouragement, and I can't leave them out. All right, so today our golden tool is called forgiveness lessons, and I know I know we've talked a lot about forgiveness on the show, and um, you know it's I've said before forgiveness is not a, you know, it's not a happening. It doesn't happen like that. And you all know that it's, it's a process. And this is a tool that I've used for years. Um, and I pulled it out recently and thought it's time for me to do it again. I do it about once a year and I usually do it for at least 21 to 30 days at a time. Um, and sometimes longer, you know, if it, if, if it feels right. Um, it's certainly it can be used for ourselves or for other people, but I think the concept of of the forgiveness tool is really to bring compassion and awareness to ourselves and others. And um, like I said, for me at times it's like just cleaning out the closet, and I'll do it once a year or whatever. So it kind of goes like this. I'm going to – this is uh, – okay, so this is from uh, July uh, 2020 of last year. Um, looks like I was on day 24. So I just want to kind of give you an idea of the way to do it. And basically, you just write out your list, and it can be about you. It can be about somebody else. You can't do this wrong. Um, it is another form of journaling. Um, it's another form of, you know, connecting inside. So you can write about yourself. You can write about other people. But I'll just give you a couple of mine. So July 30th, 2020, day 24. I forgive me for feeling like a child. I forgive me for feeling that I have no say. I forgive me for not being and feeling clear. I forgive me for not being financially fit. I forgive me for not feeling independent. I forgive me for riding this dang roller coaster. <laughs> I forgive me for never feeling enough. I forgive me for doing my best and still feeling like a failure. As you can see on this day, I was really, um, there might have been some self-hatred or some self-disgust or whatever, things that we all go through. It does help to begin to write those things down. And it doesn't mean 
I'm going to forgive myself that red hot minute, but it does mean that I'm beginning to really think about um, I'm human, you know, and I'm not going to be perfect. And just saying I forgive myself starts the process. Um, I wanted to uh, I wanted to show you a couple that I had done um, for others. Okay, uh, this was. August, um, August 2nd of 2020 of last year. Um, and by this time I was writing, I forgive and release because sometimes we're holding on to um, people or situations that we just can't quite let go. We just want to stay pissed off or whatever. Um, I forgive and release K. I'm not going to say people's names. K. I forgive and release M. I forgive and release R. Um, I forgive and release C for wanting me to do everything. <laughs> um, I forgive and release A. I forgive and release R. And then you can get really specific about forgiving people, um, you know, I, I forgive and release um, myself for judging the person next door. Um, and it just goes on and on. Um, I forgive and release the part of my mind that's envious. Um, and it's funny, when you start doing this, it's kind of like morning pages when you start writing them you know, out over and over and over. Um, sometimes I would remember things from, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, and it would just pop up and I'd be like, wow, that's still stuck in me somewhere that I haven't let go of that. And so it would just come up in my awareness and I would just write it down. Because in the end, you know, the clearer and lighter we are, the better we can move through this world, the happier, the more happiness we can let in. Because when we're full of resentments and self-hate or disgust for other people, resentment for other people, it's like that full cup and nothing can get in if we don't empty things out. So... Um, Anyway, so as you can see, I was doing that last summer, so um, I'll be starting this again, but I hope you'll try it. Let me know, you know, how it works for you, and um, it certainly can't hurt. I assure you that. It can't hurt. Um, okay, so now on to my final thoughts for this episode, and, you know, since <clears throat> we were talking about emotional health around physical situations like the heart attack, um, which are so important. I really wanted to honor my mother, who she passed when she was 44 years old. Tomorrow is her birthday. I want to honor Annie Louise Whitfield, who has been passed 46 years now. So she's actually been passed longer than she was on this earth. And 
I also want to really honor her because as we talk about the mental health piece, she definitely had mental health issues. And I can assure you 46 years ago, it was a terrible thing. Um, It wasn't looked on like it is now. There was not the support um, like there is now. They basically just continued to give her medication and shock treatment, which when I think about it, her, her life was so difficult. And sometimes I think it might have been a good thing that she passed at 44 because it was she just really didn't even have a life, even though I lost a mother at such an early age. Um, you know, it's, it, it goes back to, we can't say enough right now about our mental health and about really looking at it. And, and that is one thing that I, I want to try to champion for people who've had heart issues, heart, heart attacks, heart transplants. I think, yeah, you know, we can do so much now scientifically with the body and physically, but the emotional piece that happens for the the individual and the families um, live on and on. I mean, my mother's mental challenges live on, and I'm, you know, 60, in my 60s now, and they've lived on in me and in my family, so... Anyway, I, uh, I, you know, I just really want to honor her. I, I went years and years just angry at her, not realizing that mental illness is a true illness. And I think there's a lot more being said about it now, but maybe not enough. We need to keep it in the forefront all the time. And, you know, there are. There are places now, you know, some therapists are great, some not so great, but there are places like call Be- there's one called Better Health where you can call and you can, you know, find a therapist fairly quickly and it's a sliding scale. So, um, please take advantage of that if you're struggling um, emotionally because, you know, after this last year and everything that's happened in the world right now, I mean, we're all you know, sometimes feel like we're just dog paddling. And don't forget to ask for the help you need. And I wish that it had been there for my mother. Um, She might be here otherwise. Um, You know, with that, I think I'm going to sign off. I'm going to celebrate my mom's birthday tomorrow. And... um, I'm going to honor her, and even though she's not here, I am here, and I'm still here to speak on her behalf and others. So um, with that, happy birthday, Mom, and we'll catch you next time. Have a great one. Thanks, everyone, for joining us for another episode of The Golden's Guide to Divorce. And if you at home happen to be going through one, do us both a favor. Stand up and declare, I am here. We'll see you next time. I am here, I am here after all my tears.
face and 